It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Thanks for hanging out for the next hour here on 93.7 The Ticket. You guys know the rules. 402-464-5685. Start our hammer text line if you want to text into the show, if you have questions, comments, or otherwise. The Honda, uh, Honda Lincoln Hotline is occupied. We have a guest today, and that is why. The video streams are up. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, so you can share those. Join into those chat rooms if you would. I want to thank the folks from Beatrice Bakery for making this hour of sports radio happen. Ah, take a deep breath in. Breathe it all in. Rico, if you would, hit this man's music. <laughs> Some of you will know him by Phineas. Some of you will know him by Henry O'Godwin. I know him as Mark Canterbury, dear friend, and he gives the best hugs in the entire WWE. Let's bring in Mark Canterbury. Big man, how you doing this morning? Thank you for doing this. What's up, DP? <laughs> it's good to hear from you, brother. Uh, long overdue. You've been busy, man. Every time I, 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 I poke up, I look, and the, there you are. You're with Undertaker. You're, 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 you're at WrestleMania, brother. You look fantastic, by the way. Job well done. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been busy. You know, uh, it was probably. Around my birthday, the middle of March, the office called and says, you know, Undertaker's going to the Hall of Fame. And I said, yes, I know that. And they said, well, he wants you to be there. He wants the BSK there. So, oh, man, I was ready to go. <laughs> Didn't have to ask me twice. Oh, my goodness, brother. It, it's been uh, fantastic to watch you kind of re, re-evolve in this thing, watching you be around the thing that you love um, so much. Um, it's good to watch, but um, again, through whatever health issues, and we'll talk a little bit about that. But brother, you look fantastic. You look like you can get it done again. I I think if I had to, I could. I don't really want to, but I think I could if I had to. Right? Ah, oh, man, my goodness. So let's go back, and and some of our listeners know your story. They know our story. Uh, Mark and I. Uh, same little league, same. And it was just to tell you, it was unfair for Mark to be in the same uh, little league as most of us. Uh, Mark, even then, was a, a, a just a giant uh, in talent and size and stature, multi-sport athlete, um, did the thing, great in the community. Um, from West Virginia to Arlington, Virginia, you, sir, are an incredible athlete. How did that – tell me this thing. What would you have done if you, had you not been a wrestler? Oh, my gosh. I, I don't know. I, I don't know any – after 30, 
30 plus years, a little over 30 years, it's just, I don't know anything else. It's, it was always a big part of my life, even when I was in elementary school. And, uh, but I'd say if I didn't get into wrestling, maybe football or maybe just, uh, hell, I'm a hog farmer now, so I may be doing that on a bigger scale. You never know. Mark, it's funny, right, that often, I mean, we talk about the great characters and that the fact that that life imitates art and art imitating life, you actually are a pig farmer. Like, that's, <laughs> it doesn't happen for everybody that way, but it's not how you started. What was the first first character you, you, you developed um, as a pro wrestler? Well, in the Indies, it was, of course, Mean Mark Canterbury, but after I started uh, – Going to WCW to be an extra, a jobber, extra enhancement match, whatever they call them now. We right. call them jobbers. Right. But, uh, uh, you know, Dusty Rhodes liked the way I work. Eric Watts, you know, had just graduated from Louisville. Uh, he was a quarterback up there. And, he, and Cowboy Bill Watts, his dad, was running the territory down there at WCW. So they liked the way I work. And, man, they just asked me when I could start, and I said, well, any time, I guess. And I was at TV, had no clothes with me, and Arn Anderson and Italian Stan were giving me clothes to take on the road, and I thought I was going to go home and get my stuff together. They said, well, we want you to go now. <laughs> right. So, uh, but it was the greatest thing that ever happened. You know, I was, at the end of that week, I was on the road. I was riding with Barbarian. Harley Race and Hercules Hernandez, and I was scared half to death sitting in the car with all these knowledgeable guys over a hundred years of talent, you know. So it was a, uh, it was pretty exciting. Who who was the biggest influence on you in in this profession? Oh my God, I gotta say, um, in WCW. Had to been Arn. I just posted a picture. We seen Arn at WrestleMania. Uh, last week so it was good to see him and and Barry Wyndham helped us a lot and uh, of course Dusty you know Dusty is the one that put the whole thing together the Texan Shanghai Pierce uh, Dusty loved old westerns and he got that off uh, the gunfight at OK Corral <laughs> so that's how our gimmick started in WCW ah, that's so good that's so good it was funny because the the, the original the mean mark uh, and then I like the slicked down version of, of Mark Canterbury because it was like, okay, that's Mark. Like that right yeah. there, uh, kind of the ultimate badass. That seemed to fit you very well. Yeah, we, we uh, of course, we won the belts twice as Henry and Phineas, mm -hmm. and the office wanted us to go in a different direction, so they come up with Southern Justice and put us in suits and, you know, we were with a couple different managers, and uh, we were with Jeff Jarrett and Colonel Robert Parker. Uh, but it was a good time, you know, and unfortunately I broke my neck up there, and we were going to get the belts for a third time against Road Dog and Badass Billy Gunn, but mm -hmm. they sent me home, and I had spinal fusion done. and uh, It was a big hiccup for our uh tag team, you know, Phineas went on to be Midian for a little while with mm -hmm. uh, Undertaker, but uh, yeah, I mean, things happen for a reason, you know, and I got to coach my boys a little bit when I come off the road in football, and you know, of course, I lost 
Jordy in 2003, my youngest son. Yeah. Uh, but Shane's still in my oldest son, Shane, you know, he was in, and he was down to wrestled in, uh, for Vince in, uh, Orlando at the school for about a year. And then, uh, but he's still in Tennessee. He's uh, a real estate agent and a licensed massage therapist. So he's enjoying life down there and, uh, everything's good right now. Mark, let's talk. I mean, that you, 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 so have talked about this, but it's the first time we've gotten to talk about it. Let's talk about the injury, right? That that you you were next to invincible. I mean, for 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 guys in our circle, like you you and Batista were the icons for being just invincible Arlingtonians. Like we felt like, okay, those are our guys. And then it happens. Go through the injury and then the rehab, the the things that happen because of the injury. Um, well, uh, we were working the Road Warriors. It was Monday night, Raw, I think. And they wanted me to take the superplex or the clothesline off the top. Right. And, uh, you know, something went wrong. I won't point no fingers or lay blame to anybody. Right. We were all in the ring together. Right. But, uh, you know, I came down on my neck, cracked my C7. Uh, this was in Binghamton, New York, mm-hmm. live TV. Of course, my family's freaking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm dad watching. But, uh, yeah, that really, uh, they wanted me to take 14 weeks off and have another MRI after 14 or 15 weeks. Hell, I was back on the road in seven, wrestling again. Vince had a trainer with me working on me every night. I thought, man, I... I can do this. <laughs> right, right, so Superman. I, I wrestled seven weeks with a, you know, cracked C7. Finally, I had to come off the road and had a spinal fusion in Nashville. And uh, Vince paid me to sit around for a year and do rehab, and then they let me go. Um, it wasn't too bad a rehab. Uh, matter of fact, as soon as I had the surgery done, I gained about 75% of the strength back mm. that, that week. I mean, uh, it was crazy, but it was just all that pressure in there. And they relieved it. And thank God I can still go to the gym and do a little bit of stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's all good. Well, you, you've never really carried venom about it. I, I, I try to explain it, folks. That the nature of the business that there's no healthy people in this business. Yeah, <laughs> and if you, if you are healthy, you're not healthy long in this business. Right, right. Like this, this is. I mean, the work for all of the the things that go on within it. This is a meat grinder, man. This 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 thing is 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 tough to do. So we need to to shout out. My goodness gracious, God bless you for getting through. But you, you know, Big E just broke his neck two or three weeks ago. Right. I mean, you know, he came off of that and, you know, we start to pay attention to the storytellers, right? That, oh, this is what happened and now here's what's next. But we really, we we forget the people behind the gimmick. Yeah. That this affects lives and livelihoods, man. We're talking about checks. And remember, it's, it's an entirely different deal now. There's a whole lot more money in it now than it was when you were doing it. Oh, hell yeah. It's a totally different. And the guys are doing crazier things. And, man, being at WrestleMania watching that stuff, I was like, 
on my, you know, just, you don't sit on your hands. You're definitely moving around and wondering, you know, if something bad's going to happen because they do some outrageous stuff now. And, uh, I don't know. It's just different for me. Uh, we can tell a story and not do all that crazy stuff and risk each other. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, it, well, I mean, cause, and, and, and we're smarter now. Like we know what the risk is. We're talking to Mark Canterbury who uh, wrestled under Henry. Oh, Godwin. Um, I thought along the way that what impressed me about you was your, your commitment to family and connection to family above all. Let's talk about your parents because I know what a powerful story this is and how much they mean to you and, and who you are and then how in turn you, you raise your sons. Um, let's talk about let's talk about mom and dad a little bit. I yeah, um, you know, they're both from here in Monroe County, West Virginia. My dad was a sheriff here. Uh mom just worked in the town in a little store there for a while and uh they moved up to Arlington in sixty two. I was born in sixty four. Uh loved it back then. Loved Man. Arlington. Man, that's so good. Just a great place to grow up. Uh multi country culture back then you know that the black knights we yes, sir baby yes what sir a great time man just <laughs> to be with different people and grow up and not have a thing to worry about but mom and dad were got me in sports you know black knights down four mile run yeah baby uh, <laughs> i felt like we should have just had a tent down there because i was there all the time <laughs> they knew but, where to uh, find uh, you they knew where to find you yeah they uh they supported me from age six on up to the day they left me. So uh love they love coming to sports. Uh and they were just good people. They uh raised me right, taught me respect and respect to other people and and it's worked for me, you know, the BSK, the group uh we were multi-culture, and we were way ahead of our time, I think. Man. And uh, we still have that same connection and love for each other. It's not a group. It's a brotherhood. Yeah, man. It was it was funny. So I just in, in a recent book, they asked me to write about uh, impact, things that impacted him. And I picked the Black Knights because I, I it just it, it was unique in that space that we had everybody, every culture, every background, every financial group, every – uh, race, creed, color in that space, and we just loved each other, and it was unique yeah. and special. And um, I, I want to give praise. I mean, think about. It. Let's give a shout out to the Wakefield Warriors, because two of the wrestling greats come from the same building. Like you and Batista yeah. coming from the same building is pretty remarkable. <laughs> yeah, to get to where me and him got, you know, he's went a lot farther and been more successful, but. You know, who knows if it wouldn't have broke my neck, what would have happened with, with the Godwins or with Dennis Henry. Knight and Mark Canterbury? Well, with you. I mean, let's be clear. Your match with Triple H is still one that people talk about because it broke down several barriers and it highlighted uh, really excellence in, 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 in the game that you're in, man. What, what, what do you remember most about that match? Oh, my God. We were so hyped up, you know uh, – when they told us the idea, I was all excited. Hunter was a little confused because he's a city boy. But, <laughs> yeah, right. 
I was, I was happier than picking shit, no pun intended. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> but, uh, but we had a, uh, you know, Vince says, I'm going to leave this up to y'all. Here's what, here's the setup. Y'all come up with the match. So me and Hunter come up with everything ourselves. Uh, all Vince did was had somebody build the little pin and put the pigs in there. Yeah. And me and Hunter took it from there. But, uh, and that, and that year me and triple H were up for a slammy award for the top match of the year. So right. it was pretty impressive. And when you, you know, Hunter was bleeding, got 15 stitches in his back and we, all covered in all that stuff that was in the hog pen. Right. <laughs> we come back through the doors and come by Vince's office, and we go in there, and he says, hell, I can't believe you boys pulled that off. That was a hell of a match. Man. Because I think a lot of them thought it was just going to be a little ha-ha match and cutesy, but we beat the piss out of each other. <laughs> you really did. You really did. And to tell the story, <laughs> man, brother, that, like, for all of that, that it was a respect. That's when I thought that you re- you you legitimately, without injury, can make the singles run because you checked all the boxes for personality, size, athletic ability. Uh, you were good with the microphone, even when 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 given the opportunity. And I thought, man, this is going to be it. Um, I would be remiss in saying, I mean, you recovered from that section of it. And you were still active. I mean, you were still active around it. And then you had another another accident. You had an accident that I, I can honestly tell you, this one scared me for you. Like I I, I was worried about you. Um, yeah. The, the 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 car accident. Yeah, oh gosh, yeah, that was in uh, 2011. I was uh, going to my buddy's house to watch football. It was in November. And uh, I come around a curve here on a country road, two-lane road, but it's country. Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> and uh, I seen two sets of headlights coming at me, so I swerved, and uh, that was it. I got on the side of the road and flipped my truck four times, and it had me pinned, uh, severed my femoral artery, broke 14 ribs, uh, ruptured my spleen, uh, degloved my left leg. They were going to cut my leg off for the first week in Roanoke, Virginia, mm-hmm. the hospital. And man, uh, it was horrible. And, uh, but you know, the big guy upstairs had his hand on me and pulled me through it. I was in a coma for 12 days on a, a ventilator and here I am. I still got my leg and I can still get around. So, Thank God for that. Not only get around, but you've been you've gotten back in the ring. Yeah, I wrestled three times last year for International Wrestling Cartel, IWC out of Pennsylvania. I had three matches up there, which is a good little organization. I love them guys up there, but yeah, really I think I'm done now. I've uh it's getting to be where it's too much of a job and not enough pleasure right so it, it gets like that it's time to get out but real quick going back to wrestlemania you know just what a great time when i when i flew down there thursday last thursday when i got in they had us doing some stuff so we were all excited they said we're going to have a uh, a wwe round table which was going to consist of me and my partner Phineas, mm-hmm. Undertaker, 
Rakishi, and Godfather. Oh. Well, Texas flight got my partner's flight got messed up, so it was just us four, me, Taker, Rakishi, and Godfather. And I mean, what a treat this is going to be. You know, the production said, you know, go about an hour. Hell, we went an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> um, we were sitting at the round table, and they said, just, you know, we want no scripts, just to be raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was thinking, you know, you're asking the wrong people. You want wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a we had a sandwich in front of us. I mean, it's a nice setup and a glass of water or whatever we wanted to drink. So there's four little shot glasses in front of us. And Rakishi goes, what's the shot glasses for? So Undertaker reaches down under the table and pulls out a fifth of Jack. So I knew then we were in trouble because we had to sort of PG our stories. But as we drank more, the stories got better. (laughs) So at the end of this round table, oh, my God, it is so hilarious. I can't wait till it comes out and you can see it. But uh, just for the fans to see us open up together and laugh and talk about old times because you see Taker coming to the ring. It's dark. He never says nothing. It's dreary. But in this round table, man, we let it all hang out. We laughed. We played dominoes like we used to. I mean, it was just a damn blast. And for the fans to see that is going to be an awesome experience for them. I think I'm when is that supposed to be available? I haven't heard, but, um, me and Tracy will definitely let you know when when it's going to be available. How is that lovely wife of yours? How is Tracy? She's good. She's at work, and uh, she you couldn't run her back to the city for nothing. She loves the country. Hey, so, hey man, I my next trip yeah. back, I'm going to come up to the farm. We're going to hang out a little bit, and we'll. Me too. Come down for a weekend or something. Yeah, man, it needs to happen. Um, next trip, I was just back there. It's a funny thing you mentioned four mile run because now, where we, where the twelve and thirteen year olds, fourteen, fifteen year olds play now, GW has a baseball stadium there. That's where really? they play. That's where they play. And I was there last weekend. You wouldn't even rec- recognize Barkoff. You wouldn't recognize it. It's it, it's got a full college baseball stadium at, at no Barkoff. Way. Yeah, tur- fully turfed. Uh, top level, like amazing, amazing. Yeah. So, but the next time through, next time you 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 guys come back for a reunion or other, you got another one coming up. Next time yeah. we do that, uh, sir, uh, yeah, we need to hug it out a little bit. Do you by 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 by, by chance? Do you have another ten minutes? Yeah. Okay, because I want to kind of do a little round the wheel with certain wrestlers. We did our tag team championship bracket to figure out who the greatest tag teams of all time are. I'll ask you who your Mount Rushmore tag teams are. And then your Mount Rushmore of wrestlers. So we'll do that next here. Mark Canterbury, Henry O. Godwin from the WWE here on One on One on the Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave single with a ten piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <laughs> 
<clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price.